The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with Dee Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of DC's best hospitals that isn't in DC. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now, Dee Daniels. Good Sunday morning. Welcome to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. Every single Sunday, we have fantastic guests here on this show, and I am so excited to have with me April Birch from <laughs> Cooking Autism, who is on the phone with me. I, I was yeah. so excited. I know, April, I was so excited that we finally <laughs> are here at the day where uh, the Race Toward Autism Acceptance and the Family Festival is actually going on today. I know. I'm so excited. This race has been a year in the making, and um, we had to push it back because of uh, learning about the pandemic, but we are here. We are ready to go. We are super excited, and um, we are just so thankful that we get to celebrate this amazing event with our community. Yeah, it's going to be a fantastic event today uh, at Old Mill Park, and of course, uh, everyone is being socially distant and safe and all of that good stuff, I know. <laughs> Oh, yes. We uh, we actually sat down with the city of Fredericksburg, and we went through a 47-page document on how to make sure that our community has um, is following safe uh, precautions, and we're socially distancing everybody. We're even, even our racers are starting in um, smaller, small groups so that when they're racing, they can even still continue to have, be socially distanced. So um, we are taking extreme precautions. But we are so thankful to do it so that we can still enjoy this amazing event together. So Cooking Autism, of course, uh, one of our absolute favorite charities. And we love uh, what you guys do. <laughs> we love everything that you have going on. We've been so excited that you were able to uh, actually hold this event today. And I, I'm really excited you had a few minutes to chat with me while things are going on. Now, everything's going on today at Old Mill Park uh, until about 1130. So you have plenty of time to go over and take the family over and all of that good stuff. But you also have a virtual option for people to be able to participate who might not be able to go. That's exactly right. We we suggest that anybody that um, is feeling uncomfortable and that's completely understandable or if um, they have any pre-exist, anybody that feels like they would li- like to participate um, but don't feel comfortable coming out, we have an amazing um, virtual option. And you can find it on our website, cookingautism.org. And we're currently running a special today um, that it's $15 to be a virtual racer, um, which is amazing. Yeah. And you're still supporting an, um, a wonderful event and all the proceeds go back to um, providing life skills programs for our amazing special needs community. So it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, it really is. That's wonderful. I, I, I've been so impressed with um, how you guys have continued to interact with our community during this time. Talk a little bit about uh, what you guys have been doing during the, the, the really the height of the pandemic time, because it's been kind of difficult to be in person with uh, students and in person with families. It's been very, very difficult. Yeah, when when the schools got shut down, all of our special education programs in our schools and our our own personal programs had to cease. 
So we went online and decided we were going to invite our teachers and our volunteers to come give cooking lessons via social media and YouTube. And what that has done, it has opened up a whole bunch. Of, I think we did maybe 60 cooking lessons, including wow. you, Dee. You came yes. on and did one of our cooking lessons. It was fun. But what the, It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Dee Daniels' delicious burger delicious delicious burgers, something like that. It was fantastic. But um, we gave our, uh, this helped give our, continue our cooking programs um, just in a different format. And really our, our special needs community really needed to, con- needed that consistency because the complete shutdown of our community really impacted their um, their ability to feel comfortable. The change is extremely hard um, for our special needs community, so they needed to kind of continue to see our faces and to see that we were still there, even though we couldn't be right next to them in person. So we, we did some cooking lessons. Um, we still um, did some fundraising. Now that the school systems are slowly opening up. We have um, our special needs community is actually a lot of them are, are back in school because they um, they fall into the category of people that need to be in person uh, learning. Right. Now, not that's not for everybody, but that is for a lot of them. So um, we are back to supporting our in person programs. Now, these programs are socially distanced. They're, they're learning even more about the importance of safety. Um, so we're still supporting them. We're still um, fu- raising funds for them. And it's it's been very exciting. But we love, love, love having those cooking programs with our, um, our community members so that they can learn the life skills that are so important for our special needs community. I really love how you have this laid out. It's on the, uh, it's on the website. You can find these videos and... And, and really just have a great time with this cookingautism.org that, that was so much fun I've seen people sharing these <laughs> videos I had such a great time doing the uh, the burger I don't even remember what I called it you're right it was like delicious dashing everything from yes. my cabinet burger I don't know <laughs> But it was so much fun, and we had such a good time doing it. I can see how that would be just a a really familiar kind of familiar faces and and familiar sort of just feel good stuff going on for the special needs community to be able to have that on a consistent basis. I'm sure that was really just such a wonderful community outreach that you guys did, and and I I really just hats off to you for really just making it even though in this difficult time making it such a, a personal thing where you guys can still interact it it um it is definitely my pleasure this this doing these sort of activities are extremely important for our community and um, it's been fun for myself but i gotta tell you we've had such an amazing um feedback from parents and from caregivers that they needed to their their loved ones needed to see our faces they needed to be able to continue to have these really fun cooking programs where they can get their hands inside of food and they can smell things and taste things and really to continue really to have the um, those programs readily available for them so that they can have that familiar familiar routine that um, is needed. That's it's so important, especially for our special needs community to continue having routine um, so that so that really the anxiety level stays down and um, so they can feel safe, really. 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I want to talk a little bit more about the race here in just a few moments and and kind of uh, detail that it's going on today. uh, And it continues over at Old Mill Park in Fredericksburg until about 1130 today. If you are uh, making your way over there, there's a great virtual option on the website cookingautism.org. We've just been really proud to uh, partner with you throughout the year. You know, we were all sort of holding holding our breath uh, earlier in the year, just thinking, wow, we've made all these plans for all of these events. And, you know, we had to shift things around and October seemed so far away when we were talking about that. (laughs) It did. It really did. But here we are. And, uh, you know, it's just a wonderful thing. Really, it is. I know you've got some uh, great sponsors that have stuck with you through the whole year um, to really help make it all happen. I was just looking at your very large list of sponsors. (laughs) And it's just wonderful how many different organizations come together to make this happen for our special needs community. It really is. I I can't even tell you the amount of support that our um, our sponsors have given us. Tim Pohenka from Pohenka Nissan, he really kind of took us under his wing and just said, okay, I, let me let me help you. And I, it, it, we've named the race after him. It's Race Towards Autism Accepted, uh, Autism Acceptance, um, powered by Pohenka Nissan. And I, he has been absolutely phenomenal. I, can I tell you how much the, the race raised for our special needs community? Oh, please, yes. <laughs> You're the first person I'm telling this. Oh, I'm excited. It is $29,634. And those proceeds go directly to supporting our amazing community. And there is no way we could have done it without um, the support of our community um, and people coming out and enjoying the, the festival today. But we are so thankful and so excited, and um, we have it all over our website. And all the, there's all, it's all over our T-shirts, and the sponsors are in our brochures, and we are just we are just so thankful, including B1 1.5 um, and D in the morning. We are so thankful for your support and helping us get the word out there. Um, we could we couldn't be more more happy about the whole thing. Yeah, we uh, we love supporting you guys and we love what you do in the community. And I know a lot of people that might just be learning about cooking autism. It's such a uh, growing thing. You guys are really, really starting to grow. And I know this year has been, you know, really kind of a, a weird year where we've kind of had to put things on pause. But as as the schools open up and the kids are back in school, are, are we getting these? classes back underway where the kids can really, you know, learn how to have the life skills that they need. I mean, that's at the heart of your organization. That's what it's all about, giving these kids the life skills to be able to manage and learn and grow. And so many people have said so many wonderful things about these classes. Are these things starting to get back in order this year or is it going to be wider next year? How's that going to go, you think? They're they're already back and moving. We have teachers that have been sending us beautiful pictures of these wonderful children socially distancing, wearing their masks, but yet they're they have their hands in food and they're making um, making dishes and they're washing their hands. We've had so many teachers sending us these amazing pictures. Um, so a little bit about cooking autism. Our, you're right. Our exact main focus is to provide these life skills programs to our special needs community. And we do that, 90% of those are inside of the the brick-and-mortar school system. About 10% are for those children and young adults that cannot 
get into the school system for some reason or another. So we try to do that outside in, in our in our local area. Because of COVID, we had to stop um, doing what we call the Exceptional Chefs Program out in the community. But we are starting to open that back up in November, but in smaller sessions. So mm-hmm. instead of having 16 children, we'll have two or three children or young adults with their care, caregivers in a, in a smaller area, which is very, very exciting. Um, but inside of the classroom, yes, we have now, we are supporting 436 children in just the school system for this entire school year. Wow. And the, the, the pictures are coming back already, and it's already being very successful, um, even though school has just started. And now that even more, the schools are opening up even more. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it, 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 it is really amazing to see how quickly uh, you guys have grown to, you know, really serving so many students and so many schools. And it just shows you the need, you know, in this community where where we know that there is such a large special needs community. And it's not just about maybe the one child, you know, sometimes it's a family with two children that have special needs. And sometimes, you know, you're not just dealing with those two children, you're also helping the parents learn some skills to then, you know, kind of uh, incorporate at home too. Absolutely. Um, we we actually have quite a bit of that um, parents that have one, two, three, even four children that have some sort of um, disability or special needs. But yes, you're right. It's that when we are when we are giving these life skills programs to these children, it's impacting their families. It's impacting the teachers. It's impacting their bus drivers. It's impacting their churches, their um, their community members. It's impacting so many people. Um, and we are just thankful. Just the tip of the iceberg is, is to help the children. And we are so thankful that it just kind of, it goes from there. It slides from there and it helps. It really helps our whole community. We had no idea that there was such a need until we opened up. We opened up that box and and now we're just seeing a flood of need in the area, and we're trying to do our best to help every single person in the area that needs the support. Emergencies don't wait for pandemics to pass. In this time of uncertainty, you can be assured your health and safety are our top priority. From physical distancing to special screenings, we're taking all necessary COVID-19 precautions for your safety. Putting off treatment can cause serious complications and have long-term negative effects on your health. With three locations in Fredericksburg, Stafford, and Spotsylvania, the emergency department teams at Mary Washington Healthcare are here for you. Our board-certified emergency physicians and emergency-trained staff are ready to intervene, treat, and advise you in the safest and timeliest way. If you are uncertain about your symptoms, you can call the nurse line at 540-741-3737. If you are experiencing life-threatening symptoms, dial 911. For more information, go to emergency.mwhc.com. Mary Washington Healthcare, here for you. Now back to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5. Cookingautism.org is the website, and I invite you to go there and check it out. Also, the big event is going on today, right now, and continues over at Old Mill Park in Fredericksburg, and uh, taking many, many safety precautions there. And you were talking about looking at that uh, the 47-page document from uh, Fredericksburg to make sure you have everything in order today over at uh, Old Mill Park. It is so important, I know, especially... 
with the special needs community, a lot of people yeah. have extra concern about, you know, safety precautions and keeping everybody exactly. healthy. That is exactly right. I have two amazing children, and one of which um, puts everything in, into his mouth. And it's extremely hard for him to wear masks. Um, so, and, and he has a weakened immune system. So I completely understand the importance of keeping socially distanced, using hand sanitizer, um, following all of the, the CDC guidelines. The, these things are not only important to me, but important to our special needs community because, like my son, they, this is very, very common, uh, weakened immune systems and, and just um, uh, a, a difficulty um, not catching germs. So we have, not only have we used the CDC guidelines um, and the Fredericksburg guidelines, we have, we have taken some extreme precautions, including um, sanitizer around the whole park. Everybody is spaced out. We do have games and fun activities happening, but they are going to be happening in a very large spaced out setting and everybody will be asked to um, pick up their packets while wearing masks and just using the guidelines that are really important. And we do ask that people consider these guidelines and, and abide by these guidelines because our special needs community is so important to us. We really, really, really do not want anybody um, to get sick. So yes. Um, and, and of course, there is the virtual package as well for anybody that decides that they want to support us, but they're not comfortable coming out. That is that is great as well. Yeah, that's a, a wonderful way to do it. If you want to see that virtual option to be a part of uh, the big event today, you can go to the website and just click on the virtual option right there. It's uh, cookingautism.org. Uh, talk a little bit about, since you brought up the mask, uh, April, talk a little bit about, um, you know, I know, like you, like you said, your son has a difficulty wearing a mask. Uh, what have you seen with parents? That I know that's a, a really big struggle for a lot of parents of special needs kids. And how are you, how do you cope with that with, you know, a constant reminder to wear the mask? I mean, this is something new for a lot of kids that they've never, ever had to do. I mean, we don't yes. like it as adults, <laughs> you know, we, we hate it as adults, but it's, it's safety and, you know, it's, it's the thing we need to do. How, how do you handle that with your son? Also, how do you see other uh, special need parents handling that with their children? Yes. Well, the, the, one of the best ways is um, practice and breaks. Um, my, both my children have pretty significant sensory um, overload, and that's very, very, very common in our special needs community. So um, wearing masks is, uh, there's a lot going on. You're constantly feeling the rubbing on your face and your hot breath. Uh, on your face and you can smell your own breath and everything is just a lot. There's a lot going on there. Um, and sometimes it gets in your vision. So, um, so what we do, um, is we take breaks. Um, if we feel like we're getting overloaded, um, and things are getting difficult and I can, I can identify that my son is, he's starting to do what I call angry flapping. Um, when he flaps his hands or he's getting agitated, then we'll go back to the car and we'll sanitize our hands and we'll take our masks off and have a break. Um, and it's the same thing with sanitizer. I, a lot of people don't know this, but sanitizer, there's a lot of children that have difficulties with different types of sanitizer. Mm -hmm. So one person might use a a gel very well and not do very well with hand wipes. Um, So at our race, we have many different kinds of sanitizer options as well so that 
So if, if one person's not comfortable using the spray, they can use the gel or they can use the hand wipes. But it's it's giving options and taking breaks um, and just being patient and loving and kind. Um, this is challenging, definitely challenging for adults and for children. And whether you have any neurological challenges or not, it's definitely difficult. So um, just being kind and being kind to our children and being kind to ourselves to be able to take that break if needed. And I, I have a special trick. I put, I put extra um, masks in my pocket um, so that if one gets a little wet or right. um, gets too, too much on the face, then we switch it out to something else. So um, just having options and a little bit of um, grace goes a long way. Oh, that that's such a wonderful idea. Those are great tips, by the way. And I'm going to use the, uh, the some of those on, on just myself. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, just like you mentioned, like, you know, us as adults, we have a hard time with all of this. This is very different. It's a different way of life. And, you know, we don't know how long we'll be having to wear the mask. And, and certainly we all hope not forever. And, you know, we hope that it's not something that stays in our lives too long. But, you know, when you're dealing with children, it's a whole different deal. And when you're handling children with special needs, it's a whole different deal. And I think adding that layer of patience, you know, is really, really the key. Those are really great tips. That was great. Thank you so much. It, it takes a village, and I've learned a lot from our village so far, yes. <laughs> yeah, it really, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you have, and, and it really is. It, it does take a village. Uh, all right, so the uh, the event is going on today, and we're so excited that there's a virtual option. You can be a part of this as well, cookingautism.org. Um, I got to ask you, April, you know, this has been a really, really tough year uh, financially for so many uh, charitable organizations, and yes. I, I, I can only imagine that you guys have also struggled in that department as well because you haven't been able to do a lot of things out in the community. We have, um, we we have, we have struggled. Um, that is unfortunate, and and our the need is growing. Unfortunately, fortunately, the need is growing in the area, but unfortunately. Because of um, because of being a nonprofit, we have had less income and less donations, and we completely understand that people are are nervous and they're scared to donate at this point because they have to worry about their own businesses and their own families, and it is it is. Um, extremely frustrating. Um, we do have a greater and greater need as 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 um, COVID continues because of the the diminishing. Um, donations, but we're still trucking on. We're still going to do everything that we can um, to continue to make sure that these programs are available. Um, but we always love support. Uh, yeah. We noticed that there was about a 50% drop in um, donations from the previous year wow. um, at this time. And that's, that is huge, especially when you consider that the need is getting greater and greater in the area. So it is what it is. We're trying our best, but we still, if anybody feels like they would love to help us out for a really great cause, we would we would very much appreciate that that support. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've sort of been, you know, kind of leaning in that same tone of conversation when we've been talking about uh, other uh, charities that we have in our area that, that are also struggling. You know, everybody's sort of been trying to readjust and see how that's going to go. I think things are starting to slowly pick up, but, you know, uh, there are 
people who can give to these uh, wonderful organizations like Cooking Autism. And I also just echo that if you if you have it to give and and that is something that you feel comfortable doing. Absolutely. This is a great organization to support cookingautism.org if you want to see how you can do that. What I what I also think about, too, is how fast you guys are growing uh, at Cooking Autism, where you're constantly getting schools who would like for the program to be in the schools. And how does that work? I mean, if there's a school who's (laughs) not on your list and they would like to join, you know, the party here, how do they do it? Yes. um, All they have to do is reach out to April at cookingautism.org or info at cookingautism.org or even visit our website um, to get more information. We find that it takes us roughly about $62 to support one child for an entire year. Um, So as we raise funds, we're able to transfer that right back into helping those classrooms and, and to those students. Um, and that the teacher just needs to reach out to us at um, info at cookingautism.org so we can get them, we can find out more about what they need so that we can support them. So when you go into a, a new school or a new classroom, you guys actually bring that curriculum to the table. Is that right? That is correct. We have, <laughs> we have a team of one, two, three, four, five, five amazing special educators and speech language pathologists that have worked together to put together kind of an example curriculum and which has many, many different um, options of, of ways to how to present these life skills programs. So we have a team of amazing educators that have put it together. And so we package that all together with, with a grant and some videos and, um, anything that we can think of to be able to support that classroom because that first year of cooking um, or the first maybe month or so, there's a lot of different things that not everybody thinks of. And so we kind of help to present as much information as we can and be there to support. And on top of that, our board members um, give out their cell phone numbers. So if a teacher says, well, I don't know how to do this properly or, hey, do you have any idea about this? Our our board members will call them back and say, well, have you tried this? And um, maybe think about doing it this way. But, yes, we have a whole support group of and curriculum that goes straight to the, um, to the grant recipient. That's fantastic because I know – a lot of schools or teachers might want to do do this and they just don't know how to do it or how to incorporate um you know that it's a big learning curve but when you guys sort of map it out for for everybody that really i would imagine cuts down on the time of of learning how to do it and then giving it to the children yes because it takes a village it really really does it takes a village to be able to support our kiddos and um, so the more the more brains, the more um, experience we have, the, the better the better it will be. So it does. It does take a village. Cookingautism.org is the website and the event is going on today. It's a big event. It's a wonderful event. It's a uh, social distanced event. So don't worry about that. We've got all kinds of wonderful things going on at Old Mill Park uh, today. But there is also a virtual option if you want to go to the website and join everyone virtually. Cookingautism.org is the the uh, place to go. I know that uh, a lot of kids were so excited to get into these races today already. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be amazing and wonderful. We are socially distancing even the children, but we do have some special awards going to every single child that will be there. So it's going to be great. That's so much fun. And the kids get so excited when they can walk away with something that they can show that they actually did this, they accomplished this, and it feels so good to them. I love seeing all of the pictures from from these things. I love it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't wait to take all these pictures and put them online. It's going to be amazing. So you guys are on Facebook, too. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on Facebook. Yep, cookingautism.org. You're going to see us with a hat with a little puzzle piece on the inside of it. Um, but there we are, right on Facebook, Cooking, Aut- uh, Cooking Autism, Inc. Excuse me, Cooking Autism, Inc. Cooking Autism, Inc. And then the uh, website is cookingautism.org. So, yeah, make sure you uh, check it out. You check out all of the pictures. And as uh, I know it's going to pull on your heartstrings as much as it does mine. So if you have a couple of dollars, make sure you support Cooking Autism as well. April, it's so nice to talk to you. I, I'm so happy this is this event is finally happening. I know that it's been uh, a long-awaited event all year long. But celebrate it and enjoy it. And I know it's just going to be wonderful for our community. Thank you so much, Dee. Thanks for talking with me today. Your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D. That's D-E-E at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings with D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. The thoughts, comments, statements, and opinions of the host and guest are their own, and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting, B101.5, or Station Management. Thanks for listening to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5. Emergencies don't wait for pandemics to pass. In this time of uncertainty, you can be assured your health and safety are our top priority. From physical distancing to special screenings, we're taking all necessary COVID-19 precautions for your safety. Putting off treatment can cause serious complications and have long-term negative effects on your health. With three locations in Fredericksburg, Stafford, and Spotsylvania, the emergency department teams at Mary Washington Healthcare are here for you. Our board-certified emergency physicians and emergency-trained staff are ready to intervene, treat, and advise you in the safest and timeliest way. If you are uncertain about your symptoms, you can call the nurse line at 540-741-3737. If you are experiencing life-threatening symptoms, dial 911. For more information, go to emergency.mwhc.com. Mary Washington Healthcare, here for you.